It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros open up a two-game series against the Texas Rangers. This is the start of a five-game homestand for the Astros, their final homestand of the regular season. They're coming off a quick three-game trip to Kansas City. They swept that series from the Royals, including a 12-3 win in the series finale on Sunday. Josh Reddick, his first career five-hit game, had a home run, drove in three. Wade Miley gave up two runs over six innings to get the win as the Astros able to take all three of those games while the Rangers lost their last three games. They got swept by the Oakland A's in Arlington this past weekend, including a 6-1 to loss on Sunday. Astros 98-53, first in the AL West, eight games ahead of the A's and a magic number of four to clinch the division. The Rangers 74-77, third in the West, 24 games behind the Astros. It's time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist, leading medicine Justin Verlander on the mound for the Astros today. And Verlander trying to become the first 19-game winner in the big leagues this year. It's amazing to think that Verlander has only won 20 games one time in his career, and he has a chance to do it a second time this year. Yeah, we've been real lucky to, to watch some really Hall of Fame-worthy pitching out of Verlander and Cole this year. And Verlander, since he came to the Astros a couple of seasons ago, and uh, probably the, the front runner as far as the Cy Young Award goes in the American League again this year, at least the majors and whip and opponents batting average. You're talking about the wins and ERA and, and all of those things. So we're watching a lot of history being made about of the top two pitchers for the Astros. Verlander certainly is stud, still 36 years old. Can't believe what he's still doing, but I think he's just getting stronger, and I think he's seeing the finish line, and he'll probably finish very strong. Meanwhile, Lance Lynn, he's been a pretty tough customer going for the Rangers today. However, the Rangers have lost his last seven starts, not because Lynn's pitched poorly, no. but because he hasn't gotten run support. That's it. You know, that's why people discount the, the wins and losses, but Lynn, what he's done is he's given his team a great chance to win every night. He goes out there and throws a ton of innings, uh, and he throws a lot of fastballs, man. He just comes at you with those four seamers uh, since the All-Star break. 76% of his, his strikeouts have come on that four seamer. So, the Astros know what to look for, see if they can see if they can connect a time or two. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, a big key for the Astros returning today. That's Carlos Correa. Has uh, been on the injury list since August 21st with a, a back injury. Only got to play in one minor league rehab game with Round Rock because uh, the minor league seasons are over just postseason and, and that's over now so uh, not a whole lot of reps for Correa before coming back and not going to play full game starting out sounds like. Well, yeah, I think he's going to play a full game today, set out tomorrow, and that'll couple with another off day and then he just goes back to back days to the beginning of that next series against the Angels. 
What I'm looking for is what, how he's able to, to handle the, the fastballs on in, inner third of the plate, see if he can turn on those pitches, because I think because of the nature of his injuries, that's the way the opposition is going to try to get him out. So it's going to just be uh, a lot of timing issues because he hasn't gotten to play a whole lot in the minor leagues to get some of those timing issues worked out. That's what he's going to have to work on most. Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hench of the Manager Show, presented by Waste Management, and a little later, We'll hear from Astros reliever Will Harris, but now this from your local station. Baseball season is back, and if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbock beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbockbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbock Brewing. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Just catching up with A.J. Hinch before a two-game set with the Texas Rangers. And I've got one question. Uh, 1992 Midwest City High School homecoming king. (laughs) What was that like? Well, I think it begs the question, what was the homecoming queen like? So I think I think, I'm just kidding. What I think she look like? I think we disclose too much information in interviews, and and you should be focused on the game and not on. Was she pretty? My history. I mean, of course, Midwest City, Oklahoma is really that's a hotbed. It's a hotbed of of, uh, of good looking people. So that was back in the day. I admitted that on MLB Network today, uh-huh. and as as kind of my uh, throwback to my high school days, but. Um, that's about as far as I want to go with you. Why don't really? you get more serious? Let's she get, had the she had the real big the, hair, though. Of course, nineteen nineties, <laughs> big hair and and a lot of hairspray. All right, the news of the day, and that's lifted to right, fairly deep. It sends back Blackman at the wall. Gone. Carlos Correa puts the Astros back on top. That's a broken background ball, left side. Bregman bobbles it. Now shovels the second for one. Correa guns the first, and it's in time. Bregman bobbled the ball, but the Astros still able to turn two. Correa showing off the cannon. If not for that big arm by Correa, no way they turn it. Breaking ball, and that's hit well and deep to left center. Peterson is back looking up. See you later! Into the Astros' bullpen. Carlos Correa, a three-run homer, and the Astros lead 3-1. to one. Uh, Carlos Correa, he's back in the lineup. He's hitting seventh. Uh, how do you have it mapped out? Yeah, you know, we've got to rehab him, uh, continue his rehab, and, and, and it's it's very different than most times when guys come off the injured list. Mm-hmm. They usually have had a number of games played. We haven't <clears throat> we didn't have that luxury with the minor league season, so he'll play today. He'll be off tomorrow. We have an off day on Thursday. He'll play back-to-back games this weekend, then probably get another off day, and then I'll, I'll look at his road schedule next week based on a lot of feedback of how this week goes. So it you know, it's a little different in September. We're, we have the luxury of being able to map it out that way and, and um, get him back to feeling 100%, getting, get some reps for him so he can get his timing down. But we're happy to get him back. He's a difference maker at shortstop. It slides Bregman over to third. You know, we get the luxury of hitting him seventh, which is kind of incredible when you think of his <laughs> offensive potential hitting that far down in the order. Yeah. And I think it gives us a feel that our team is starting to get put back together and and certainly on the position player side um you know it makes us feel like a complete team and now we got to get our pitching healthy how far along is presley good he's he's gonna have thrown by the time this the the game starts he will have thrown a live batting practice today okay facing hitters for the first time we don't expect any issues i mean hopefully he he comes out sharp and 
um, and throws strikes and, and gets to his outing. And then, you know, we'll con- consider either another one of those uh, or maybe a game action where he's getting really, really close. How far has Peacock gone along? A little bit further behind. He's going to throw a live BP later this week, and then we'll have, he'll be on the similar schedule to to Presley um, with Presley's you know schedule starting today. So hopefully by the road trip we've got everybody uh, back at, at full strength. Colin McHugh is still held up with just a, um, a very, very light throwing program. But okay. um, all in all, it, it, it's starting to get exciting that we're getting our guys back. Uh, one thing that I thought was funny when I saw heard about some of the banter in that last game in Kansas City was when Reddick uh, got his fifth knock. He had a deal in, in place with you. If you, if you <coughs> no, it wasn't a deal. No, he had he. It was a one-sided negotiation. But <laughs> he he wanted me to ambush George and have him pinch run for him and play the rest of the game in the outfield. And uh, he did make a strong offer, just not strong enough for me to risk um, George and my or job. job. <laughs> and basically, I was like, you know, I love you, Red. I love him a little more. So yeah. I. Um, I declined on the on the pinch running. I did take him out and put Stubby in the game and in the outfield. But what a day for Red and and certainly all of our offense. When the game started, I got a lot of questions about um, sitting Altuve and Springer on the same day when the day ended and we'd scored double digit runs and had a comfortable win um, and and got those two guys much deserved off days. It was a pretty good feeling. But yeah, that's got to feel great. Uh, so that begs the question: uh, Do you like guys on your team who are better players? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I like all players the same. I like I like the better players more. I mean, that's yeah. how that's how we joke about it around here. But I, it's funny when you get you know we've had a lot of lopsided games in in September, and it's amazing how the players watch me with who I take out of the they, game they, first. It's yeah. like I, they always know I'm going to go to it's Jose. Like I'm going to go to Bregman. I'm going to go to Springer. And I took Yuli out uh, a couple weeks ago, and he he was like he was so excited. It was like he like he made it. Like it was yeah. like he got it affirmation. Was, he got, yeah, it's like I like him again. So um, can do that a little bit more this September, but it's fun uh, fun banter when you're winning. When you look back at that series at Kansas City, does anything stick out more than? any of the others um you know well i mean obviously some really big late heroics in the early part of that series with with springer and alvarez but um we were able to accomplish everything when you go into that series i mean everybody wants to sweep but you you want to win the series Mm -hmm. you want a chance to sweep and and i also got to accomplish a few things with you know michael brantley off day a george springer off day and altuve and alvarez i mean mostly off days Uh, altuve got an off day and and we lined up our pitching um, for Tucker. this week. And Kyle Tucker breakthrough was great. Josh Reddick swung the bat very, very well. I was able to play virtually everybody. Uh, and we won. Yep. And so like all of that, I got to accomplish just about everything that I wanted with the exception of maybe a couple pitchers in the pen that haven't pitched in a while. Um, that's hard to do in a one weekend when you still are fixated on winning. How good does it feel to have three off days in eight days when you just played 11 in a row? Yeah, we need it. I mean, it's this time of year in August are the dog days, and then you get into September, and now there's this anxiousness to clinch and get to the, get to the postseason. We still have 11 games to play. We want to win them all. Uh, a few off days here you know, brings a little bit of anxiousness because you want to get to the end of the schedule, mm-hmm. but the rest and recovery part of it is huge. Uh, last two things about the Texas Rangers. Number one, uh, they lead the major <clears throat> leagues in stolen bases. What do you got to do there, and how do you beat Lance Lynn? Well, I mean, Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole are two ways to beat these guys, and, mm-hmm. and they control the running game because they don't let a lot of guys on base. The, you know, they, when you play teams like this that are – that you know they're playing out the schedule but they're playing hard they do have some energy they do have some athletes they're a better team you know on paper than maybe than than what their performances have been so they they can they can beat you anytime but 
you, you have to control the game because they, they're willing to do anything. They, they have no downside. So yep. if they want to start, you know, every runner that gets on base today, they can with no, to with no downside. They have nothing to lose. So controlling the game from the onset, if you get ahead, it kind of shuts down their, um, you know, their energy and their ability to run the bases. So um, all these guys on that side are playing for jobs for next year. So it, there is an intensity to the game. It's not uh, an exhibition, and it's not something that we're going to take lightly. And you were the homecoming king. Yeah, yeah, back in 1992. That was my peak. Good luck tonight. Thanks, Bergie. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. Astros fans, whether you're enjoying the game at your favorite sports bar or at Minute Maid Park, please make sure you plan ahead for a safe ride home. From your friends at Silver Eagle Distributors Houston and Budweiser. Astros clinging to a 5-4 lead. Runners at the corners, two out, top of the eighth. 2-2, there goes the runner from first. Swing and a miss. Got him on a cutter. Inning over. Will Harris strands a pair. Will Harris, whenever A.J. Hinch talks about you, he calls you his troubleshooter guy. He can bring in middle of innings when their runner's on base uh, in, in a close ball game. Every reliever likes to hear they're going to be used in, in spots like that. What are your thoughts when you know A.J. thinks of you in that way? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much I've worn a bunch of hats over my you know five years here with the organization. So, um, yeah, I've kind of done it all this year. It's kind of been more in that role that you just described. Um, so just... I think just being a strike thrower mainly is uh, what you're looking for in a role like that. A guy you're going to come in, you know, is not going to hopefully not going to compound the problem and uh, walk guys and try and stay out of the beginning, which is usually what I try and do is come in, you know, get weak contact. If I get to a point where it looks like I can maybe maybe steal a strikeout, you know, and kind of maybe pitch for that. So um, didn't really change my approach though. Going into each day, are you someone who likes to go to the manager, pitching coach, have an idea of where you might pitch in a day, or you just just kind of hang loose? Yeah, it's more of a hang loose. You know, yeah. I, it's I've had success in my career uh, against lefties, um, you know, and righties both alike. So for me, it's kind of I don't really have a pocket. It's kind of you know usually it's one through nine, and don't really know when that uh, when that situation is going to rise so uh, i just try and stay stay ready from you know the fifth inning on as uh, best i can and um you know with our starters though they make it pretty easy you got a bit of a late start in spring training had the core surgery this off season how much did that affect you early uh yeah it, it, it affected me i think i'm still feeling some of it mm-hmm. you know um i think uh just kind of playing from behind all year um a few more little aches and pains here and there that I'm not used to really dealing with. So uh, I think a part of that was maybe not having the off-season regimen that I normally have. So just trying to, you know, hang in there and uh, best I can these last uh, few weeks, and then um, you know take care of the body hopefully uh, for a few days before the postseason starts, and um, you know get this thing going. When did you realize that the core was a problem for you this off-season? It was just uh, over, you know, watching football at the house one weekend. It was very random. Um, you know, I don't know how long the it took to happen, if it was one incident or not. I really don't know. So it kind of was uh, unexpected and kind of out of the blue. But, um, you know, got it taken care of and put me behind going into spring training. But, you know, every, everything's good now. Speaking of football, LSU, pretty big win over Texas not too long ago. Of course, you're an LSU alum, uh, and I know still follow them pretty closely. How do you think they're going to do this year? Yeah, they've looked really, really, uh, really, really great, man. Um, been throwing the ball over the field, and it's been, uh, you know, something new for LSU fans to, to, to witness that. So I uh, look forward to the rest of the schedule, you know, follow them every weekend. they got Vanderbilt this weekend. So uh, SEC starts, and this is where uh, things can start to get pretty interesting. 
interesting. So, But I was pumped about that Texas one. How big is it to have a quarterback? Because like you mentioned, it seemed like it's been a little while since LSU has, has been able to really throw the ball down the field. Yeah, you know, they've had a lot of talented guys, and for you know different reasons it just kind of maybe hasn't, hasn't, hasn't worked out how they envisioned it to. And so, um, you know, having a, a senior in Joe, uh, you know, a fifth-year senior, an older guy, so third year with the program. So, you know, it kind of all came together for them. And, um so, yeah, their offenses have been a lot of fun to watch. Looking forward to seeing what they got the rest of the year. How often do you get up to games in Baton Rouge when, when the season's over? I mean, I live five miles away, so yeah. it's it's pretty easy for me to get there. I've kind of gotten to the point now where I actually really like watching them on TV, let my wife go to the games more than I do, and I'll, you know, uh, hang back. But, uh, but yeah, I'll catch, you know, at least, at least one or two games when I get back. The last couple of years we've, you know, made such deep postseason runs that, it's been kind of limited on even the number of games I had availability to go to, so hopefully that's the case this year. Hopefully that is the case this year. Will Harris, thanks for joining us. All right, thanks, Robert. Back with more of Astro Launch right after this. There is no better place to spend a Friday night than at Minute Maid Park. That's when we pop the top and light up the sky. So put on your orange and head downtown. Come early, stay late, because Friday nights in Houston are always big and bright. Enjoy Friday Night Fireworks, presented by ConocoPhillips. Take it back to a different decade or theme every Friday night home game. Get your tickets today by visiting astros.com slash Friday night. Let's take a look around Major League Baseball as teams race for the pennant. Brought to you by Apache. Apache Corp. Exploring what's possible. Well, the Astros' magic number to clinch a division is four. But their magic number to clinch a playoff spot is two. Because... The Astros, so that means an Astros win coupled with an Indians loss of the Detroit Tigers today would guarantee the Astros a postseason spot. The Indians are the the one team that's on the outside looking in as far as the playoff picture right now, a game and a half behind Tampa Bay for that second wild card. So that's the good news, but can't necessarily count on the Tigers beating the Indians because the Indians have won 15 of the first six meeting, first 16 meetings between those two teams. So that should be an interesting one. Yeah, you know, and the Indians are playing for something, and yeah. it means a lot to them. They're they're still in it, and uh, you get a chance to play the Tigers. You take advantage of it. Uh, like you said, Tigers have only beaten them one time all season long. I would imagine Cleveland will run the table the rest of the way. They're certainly going to be trying to do so to, to get back into the postseason. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy if we grind together we can take it back our team and our city this is why we play this is who we do it for take it back for tickets go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS